And uh, so I'm, I'm not going to keep y'all long tonight, um, not, not like I always do. <laughs> I, but I think I'm going to sit down, too, if y'all don't mind, some of it, most of it. Uh, go ahead, Karen, you had something. into the, the, the message and uh, just the teaching for tonight. So if you have your Bibles, and it's also going to be on the screen, you can turn to uh, Galatians, the sixth chapter. Galatians 6. Uh, there's, a, there's a movie that came out. Uh, obviously, I like movies, but there's one that came out several years ago called Up in the Air. And it's a story about a man uh, played by George Clooney, whose only job was to fire people. That's what he did for a living. You know, his company would contract with other companies that were downsizing, and he would fly to these, these companies and handle the firing of these employees. And this happened day in and day out, week in, and uh, week after week, month after month. And one of the, the other jobs that he had uh, in order to make extra money was that of a motivational speaker. And one of his speeches, because he basically traveled all over the place, he'd fly over the place. So when he was in these different locations, I guess on his company's dime, he would go to the ballroom or the one of the conference rooms in the hotel, and he put up a sign and he'd have this motivational talk. And, and one of the speeches was a, a motiv motivational speech on burdens, helping people understand how to deal with the heavy loads in their life. Um, and who better to talk about this than someone who fires people for a living? You know, he gets to see all of the reactions, all of the disappointment, and uh, he actually, you know, I think it seemed like he tried to help them out, tried to soften the blow a little bit, but it, needless to say, was a very difficult type of job to have. Um, and, and he could see how people would handle and even mishandle difficulty on a daily basis. So in his speech, he was trying to help people understand how it affects you when you carry a heavy load and uh, bear heavy burdens and the freedom of lightening that load. So I just have a quick clip I just wanted to uh, play for you. And, um, and this just as an example of what he did and what, he, what that speech was all about, just part of it. How much does your life weigh? Imagine for a second that you're carrying a backpack. I want you to feel the straps on your shoulders. You feel them? I want you to pack it with all the stuff that you have in your life. You start with the little things, the 
It was on shelves and in drawers and knickknacks, collectibles. Feel the weight as that adds up. You start adding larger stuff. Clothes, tabletop appliances, lamps, linens, your TV. Backpacks should be getting pretty heavy now. And you go bigger. Your couch, bed, your kitchen table. You stuff it all in there. Your car, get it in there. Your home, whether it's a studio apartment or a two-bedroom house, I want you to stuff it all into that backpack. Now try to walk. It's kind of hard, isn't it? This is what we do to ourselves on a daily basis. We weigh ourselves down until we can't even move. And make no mistake, moving is living. Now, I'm going to set that backpack on fire. What do you want to take out of it? Photos? Photos are for people who can't remember. Drink some ginkgo and let the photos burn. In fact, let everything burn and imagine waking up tomorrow with nothing. It's kind of exhilarating, isn't it? Now, this is going to be a little difficult, so stay with me. You have a new backpack. Only this time, I want you to fill it with people. You start with casual acquaintances, friends of friends, folks around the office. And then you move into the people that you trust with your most intimate secrets. Your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your brothers, your sisters, your parents. And finally, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. You get them into that backpack. Don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to light it on fire. <laughs> Feel the weight of that bag. Make no mistake, your relationships are the heaviest components in your life. You feel the straps cutting into your shoulders. All those negotiations and arguments and secrets and compromises. You don't need to carry all that weight. We can cut it Why don't you set that bag down? And, and, and that's basically... The idea, and I, and I like the question that he asked at the very beginning. Um, how much does your life weigh? How much does your life weigh? And in the clip, he talks about the contents of your backpack. You know, what are, uh, you, know, what are you metaphorically carrying around that's weighing you down? You know, do you have a, on a backpack that is so heavy that it's slowing you down and hindering you from fully doing what God has planned for you to do. You know, some of us go through life and, and don't realize that it's not normal to carry around such a heavy load because we carry around such a heavy load so much. It's just become a regular, everyday type of thing. And God said his yoke is easy and his burden is light. But many of us have become content with carrying around a load that's much more than what God has put in our backpack. And when it gets too heavy, too burdensome, we sometimes want to blame it on God. You know, what is the problem with carrying a heavy burden? And what should we as Christians do to help other Christians who are carrying around this backpack that's ripping into our 
shoulders and weighing us down with every step. You know, the Bible addresses this issue and gives us a solution. So in Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse one through three, and I'm reading in the uh, New Living Translation, it says, dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. I'll be teaching and hopefully encouraging you from a message called, How Much Does Your Life Weigh? Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to just hear your word, Lord, and uh, to be encouraged by you and to be helped by you in our daily lives. And Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. When the Bible uses the term burden, it can easily, easily be translated into weight. You know, a burden was used in everyday life. Uh, in farming, it was the weight that was being pulled by the mule or the oxen in order to till or flatten the ground. And if a horse was attached to a buggy, in order to carry people around, the buggy and the people uh, in it was considered the burden, right? So when, when this uh, work happened and was happening, people understood that the burden or weight could be heavy or it could be light. And God said that his yoke is easy, his burden is light. The yoke is what was fixed around the neck of the animal, and it was used to pull the burden. And when Jesus spoke of his yoke being easy and his burden being light, it actually refers to the contrast between the yoke and the burden of the law and the yoke and the burden of the life we live by faith. Living by faith because Jesus died for our sins is a tremendously lighter burden to bear than the people had uh, to lead when they lived under the Mosaic law. So the laws of an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth was a much more difficult law or a life to live. And so the way people had to live when subject to the penalty of the law was a much heavier burden compared to the access that we now have to God and the position we're in as believers for, for him to forgive our sins, for Christ to become our advocate to God for us. So because of the fact that Jesus died for our sins and thus fulfilled the law, we're saved by grace and are not condemned under, uh, according to the teachings and penalties of the law. So Jesus said that there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. This is contrary to the condemnation of the law. So what does this ultimately mean? The weight of living a life for Christ under grace is much easier than the life people had to live in order to be right with God before Jesus died for our sins. And many people complain sometimes about how difficult it is to walk the straight and narrow road in order to live for Christ. However, living for Christ is much, much easier 
to accomplish than trying to live under the law. And that's why he's saying his burden is light. His weight is light. His yoke is easy because Christ did all the work for you. The yoke was around his neck, and he did all of the work for you. All you have to do is accept God's sacrifice for our sins, and you can become a believer. And it wasn't that easy under the law. You had worked, had to work for it. So imagine one ox uh, pulls a heavy burden that keeps getting heavier and heavier, and that yoke is not easy. But imagine when another ox comes alongside of it and, and, and attaches a yoke to its neck, and it starts pulling. The burden becomes lighter for the first ox. So, you know, I, I not too long ago, I strained a muscle in my back, and uh, you know, I was in the house trying to move some furniture from my bedroom to uh, another end of the room, to another end of the house. And, you know, my son was home from school, but, you know, it was still early. He hadn't gotten up out of bed yet, but I felt like, you know, no big deal. I'll move some of this stuff around, and I end up twisting something in my back, and uh, been dealing with it, or it's better now, but it was a, you know, I guess it doesn't go away fast, fast as it did when I was a little bit younger, unfortunately. <laughs> well, you know, so I, I got this desk, and I wanted to, to take it up the stairs, and I thought to myself, you know, I can, I can work extra hard at getting this desk upstairs, or I can just wake him up and have him come in and help me. So, you know, he just happened to be up at that time, so I didn't have to wake him, but I had him help me. And, and, you know, what would have been a very difficult and awkward task was made much, much easier because I had some help. When Jesus died on the cross, it was like he was that help for us. He was that other oxen that put on the yoke and made pulling the burden much easier. Sometimes as, as we're living our lives as Christians, we can put more weight on our backs than what God has put on us. And we sometimes believe that we have to work for our salvation when all we have to do is accept Christ as the one who saved us and enjoy the freedom of being saved from our sins. So I'll ask the question again, how much does your life weigh? In the book of Galatians, Paul was trying to teach God's people how to bear each other's burdens. Uh, just like Christ did for them. And he wanted to make sure they knew that uh, they should try their best to not get tired in doing what was good. And in verse 1, it says, uh, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. Paul teaches them that if they find out that another believer has been overcome, overtaken, and another version says caught in a sin, that those who are godly should, in a very gentle and humble manner, help them get back on the right, tr on the right path. Not, not talking about them, not going to tell everybody who will listen, but to those of you who are godly should find a way to gently and humbly put them back on the right, tr on the right path. Uh, when a Christian who, uh, was, was, who has filled their backpack with 
all this extra stuff. It could be fear, it could be doubt, it could be secrets and sinful things that you do. It could be lust, it could be gossip, it could be pride and a variety of other sins. Each one of those sins will weigh you down more and more as you are trying to walk with Christ. So the idea of being overtaken seems that these aren't necessarily the major offenses or the major sins that, that people can commit, but you might be adding a small thing here and there, a habit here and there, and eventually you find yourself weighed down to the point where you are overtaken and you get caught and you fall and you fail. You know it all you knew it all you knew it all along and, and now other people know what you were doing. And and it could happen to any one of us. You know, if it if it weren't uh, very possible for any of us to be overcoming a sin, I don't think Paul would have felt that it was necessary to actually address it here, but he does. And it is your job as people of God's church to help restore that person. If you as a, a group find out that something's going on with someone and someone in the group decides that they, they want to tear that person down rather than helping to even devise a strategy for restoring the fallen person, then you need to reevaluate if that gossiper or that hateful person should even be part of the solution, even though they are supposed to be a part of the church. So, so Paul is teaching that you take care, be gentle, be spiritual, be humble, and helping this person, uh, you know, you'll find out especially that if this is a difficult to deal with type of person, that it might not be easy. However, God requires your effort to try. More than likely, this person was found, has found themselves in a situation that, you know, they didn't plan on being in. But because their sin became progressively more serious, the sin overtook them. Uh, when you brothers and sisters work together, it lightens the load. It makes the work involved with, involved with helping others easier, especially when you do it uh, in a sincere, non-judgmental, and godly manner. Uh, the overtaken one uh, need to be, they need to be restored. You know, they are not to be ignored. They are not to be excused, but they are not to be destroyed. You know, the goal is always restoration. And so it goes on to say, and, and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. You know, when you're trying to help or restore another, you have to be aware of your own weakness and corruption. You know, those doing the restoring must guard against the temptation of pride as well as the same temptation that uh, the overtaken one struggled with. You know, we can also see that there are many people who, who still want to live according to the law. I think we see many, many of those people today in the church and outside the church, but there are many people who are very legalistic, would rather be judgmental and address them in a very harsh and scolding manner. However, those who are godly, those who are spiritual, those who are non-judgmental and, and gentle towards this person will handle it in a way that represents the fact that they are also aware of their own weaknesses 
and the fact that they are also prone to sin as well. So we have to take care, but we also have to make sure that as our brothers and sisters are in need, that we are helping them. So while we're helping this person, make sure that you don't fall into sin yourself. It's, it's not something you can handle yourself. Uh, if, if this is not something that you can handle yourself, then I encourage you to ask someone who you believe is strong enough in the faith to help this person lighten the load in their life. It takes compassion for others and not judgment. And so it goes on in verse 2. It says, share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. Share the weight. Help redistribute the load that we all have to bear. You know, one day it might be you who needs love and compassion from someone else. And if you can successfully do this, you are obeying the law of Christ. You know, the focus isn't on expect others to bear your burdens. Uh, that is self-focus and always lead to pride, frustration, discouragement, and depression. Instead, God always directs us to be others-focused. You know, look for a brother or sister in Christ with a burden and help them with it. You know, the assumption that lies behind this command is that we all have burdens and God does not intend for us to carry our burdens alone. We have to, you know, we, we can overlook our own shortcomings and wrongdoings. Um, we sh- if, if we can do that, you know, we should be able to overlook the shortcomings of others in accordance to God's word. So bear or help share each other's burdens. And in doing this, you know, so when we do this, you know, what, what law of Christ are we fulfilling? Uh, in John 13, 34 and 35, it gives us Christ's words with regards to the law that we're fulfilling. It says, uh, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. We have a great opportunity to be obedient to Christ's law when we help each other in love, um, when we bear and share in the burdens of other Christians, when we as a community come together and love and gently show love for each other. And if, if you're looking for a way to do something for Christ, you know, one way is to just bear each other's burdens. You know, at some point in your life, you will struggle under the weight of an oppressive situation. You know, we as believers have an obligation to get under that load next to that brother or sister in Christ and help them with that weight. And, and it goes on to say in verse 3, if you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. Uh, Paul was trying to change uh, the thought process of people who were trying to transition from legalism. You know, it was very, it, it was very uh, appearance-based. You know, the, the more things they did right, the better they thought they were in their own mind. The more a person did wrong, the heavier the persecution was against them. So as a consequence to this, uh, there were many people who were filled with pride, just like you know, we have today. Many people who were focused on themselves, just like we have today. Many people who have the belief that I'm better than you are, and that since I'm more important than you, I deserve more 
of your love and attention just like the people we have today. Instead, biblical humility tells us, I'm nothing, but you are something. Let me care about your burdens and needs. And, and Paul writes in Philippians 2, 3, and 4, in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look not only for your own interests, but also for the interests of others. You can actually make yourself something in the eyes of God when you make yourself nothing to help someone else. You can make yourself important to God when you help your brothers and sisters bear each other's burdens. How much does your life weigh? If you are weighed down by sin, but, but uh, you know, don't wait until you know, you're caught in that sin. Instead, ask for help from someone you can trust. Find a way to become accountable to someone so you can help, so that they can help you with that sin, that issue, that problem that you're dealing with. And we have a built-in solution for that. We have, on Tuesdays, every month, either Wings or Man Up. These are both programs that, uh, for women, to be with women um, and talk out your issues and your problems and um, just process things the way that you know how to process things. We have Man Up. We do the same thing where we have an opportunity to talk to each other in the way that we know how to talk to each other and can encourage each other and help each other. So um, those are just built-in ways that we can um, even find someone to be accountable to, that we can help each other, that we can talk to each other through our difficulties. And if you've been successful in dealing with a sin that someone, uh, you know, that someone else is going through, be spiritual and humble enough to help someone else who has lost their path. You know, this is how Christ commands us to live and to love each other as the Christian community. And, and you'll find that when you help someone else, you'll also find that you will greatly help yourself. How much does your life weigh? Are you carrying around baggage that you can unload? Is life just a little bit too heavy? Sometimes we do that to ourselves. Sometimes we load down our own backpack and we make life just a little bit more difficult than we have to. So try to find ways to unload that, that backpack. Take a load off. Sometimes talking to each other, dealing with the problem before you are overtaken in that sin um, will, will, will turn out much better than you know, if you're actually caught in that sin. So you know, find a way to help someone if, you're, if you're, you've successfully, and sometimes we go through problems, we go through issues, we go through things in our life, and we successfully get through them. And when that happens, use that as a way, a testimony, to try to help your brothers get through some of the same things that they're going through, your brothers or sisters, uh, get through the things that they're going through. Um, that is what God wants us to do. Sometimes, just as a consequence of our tribulation, we find ourselves getting stronger and we can then find a way to help someone else. So that's just really all I wanted to, to give to you today, is that make sure that you find a way to bear each other's burdens. Be mindful of the fact that as a church community, we all got struggles, we all have struggles, we all have things that we go through. We're all going, you know, have issues with family and friends and parents and kids and um, 
you know, I found uh, just going through counseling um, with uh, groups. We had a, I used to run a, a marriage group with several couples, and we were all together. And we found out that the things that we all went through were just very common to everybody. We just found out that, you know, as we were sitting around talking, that just s small issues, large issues, whatever it was, was just very uh, common. Everybody dealt with the same kind of things. Sometimes you think you're all in it by yourself. You're dealing with something by yourself. Nobody else is going through that just because everyone kind of appears sometimes to be like, and to seem like they have it all together while they're in the church. But then uh, we find out by just having a conversation that, you know what, we're not in this by ourselves. And someone has gone through it, and someone can help you through it, and it might be you. Um, who is the person who can help someone else get through their issues or their problems. So let's try to bear each other's burdens. Um, your life might be heavy. Your m life might be light. But wherever it is, we can all help each other. Can we agree on that? Amen. All right. Well, Father, we just thank you for this day. And again, another opportunity to come together to just hear you, Lord, and uh, just to get help from you. Uh, for our, our daily life, Lord, and we just give you glory and praise. We just ask that you bless us, Lord. Um, bless this offering, Lord, um, that uh, we receive. Um, help, Lord, and uh, to, to use it for your own will and glory, Lord. And uh, we just ask for your blessing, and we give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We truly appreciate the opportunity to pour into your lives each week. For more information or to donate to Abundant Life's ministry, please check out our website at www.alcfnow.org.